You're traveling through another dimension. A dimension comprised of knowledge, opinions, and entertainment. A journey on a virtual information highway into a wondrous land whose boundaries are more distant than the outer reaches of the Twitter sphere. Your next stop, The Trend Zone. Hello and welcome to The Trend Zone. Casey here with Dave and we are the football dudes. And Dave, I got a question for you, bro. I am here, sir. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. You got that right, my friend. Let's do this thing. All right. Next stop, the trend zone. In today's episode, we'll talk a little Survivor. Our fantasy go-back starts of the week. Some extronomical streaming options to help you dominate your fantasy playoffs. And the most awesome games from the upcoming week with major playoff implications, Dave. But before we get to all that, tell me you got to tasty nug for the people yes my my friend i do in fact and it is this 27 teams still alive for the playoffs with super bowl dreams only three weeks left in the season 22 teams seven and seven or better and in the afc casey super tight 13 of the 16 teams seven or and seven or better wow it's gonna be a nutso final three weeks determining playoff positioning Wow. The NFL loves it. They, you know, they love that competition. They love the parody. Every fan base, for the most part, is still fully invested in this. Frothing, dude. Oh. It's a playoff atmosphere around every corner, around every stadium in the NFL, just about. I freaking love it. Now, the only problem in the uh, the foreseeable future with this NFL, there <laughs> has been a ton of COVID cases on the rise. We're seeing across all the sports leagues. Yeah. Uh, NFL actually had to postpone a couple of games this week. Actually, three had to be rescheduled, even though they said they weren't going to do that. Yeah, and it has been a fluid situation indeed, Casey. Uh, and and, and the, the COVID-19 additions to the list are are just, you know, coming at us left and right. Just recently, uh, Kansas City loses Hill, Kelsey, and Butker to the list. Uh, Robert Sala for the Jets. He's on the list. Nick Sirianni on the list. It's like every hour or so you just get another little wave of COVID-19 people. Uh, and it is just running amok. Like you said, other leagues too. the NHL has hit has been hit hard. Yeah, they actually had to shut down, you know, and you talked about that. The NFL changing their protocol. They're making mm-hmm. giving more leniency to the vaccinated players and not checking for COVID as much as checking for symptoms moving forward. And they kind of had to, dude. You You know, with the playoffs right around the corner, the old policy wasn't going to work. It was going to cost maximum dollars, and the NFL wanted no part of that. No question. They want their stars on the field, and they're trying to figure out the smartest, healthiest way to – to make all these things work together uh, that are contradictory interests, really. But, yeah, in order to get back on the field now, you just have to feel okay and have (laughs) and have a a, a negative test 24 hours apart, two negative tests. So, um, uh, you know, and then you can get back out on the field without a minimum, you know, um, quarantining uh, of the players. But uh, this this Omicron version is uh, now taken over the United States. It's catchier, but it appears to be less you know, less actually severe, yeah. which could ultimately be a good thing uh, as long as um, all of these superstar athletes uh, are able to, you know, uh, weather the storm here, you know. And I guess one of the you know, bonuses out of this, it was that we got football last Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So, wow. you know. I, I guess that is a little bonus, you know. So <laughs> we did get a little extra football. 
But unfortunately, Dave, we have a team going into hibernation no longer <laughs> out there in the playoff mix. Well, well said, sir. As the the uh, Chicago Bears oh. uh, take a long uh, winter's nap, they join Detroit, the Jets, uh, the Texans, and the Jags as teams eliminated from contention uh, for this year's playoffs. No poor, Super Bowl for for the Bears. No shuffling. Poor little old style out for the Bears, who have more questions than answers at this point. I'm um, going to be a lot of turnover there. So very likely. Well, speaking of dead, let's go ahead and move this into the survival <laughs> pool. Well, we've been dead quite some time, yep. but talk to the people out there that are still alive. And do yeah, they for those, to be? For those who are still alive, the most popular correct pick last week, Miami over the Jets. And you know, this is the surpriser of the weekend. Probably knocked out a ton of people. The most popular incorrect pick, Arizona for the Detroit Lions. Detroit pulling that Ugh. sneaky, wow, who saw that coming upset, right? Yeah, nobody. And the most popular pick heading into next week. The Packers over the Brownies. So, you know, okay. we'll see. Yeah, I would like the Browns to jump up and steal that game, though, make more chaos <laughs> in the NFC. But we'll get there in a little bit, Dave. Before we get into the reality, we're going to go back and go back to our fantasy go-back starts of the week, bro. What do you got? Yeah, I got one. Well, of course, uh, on by in our league, but in my other league, in the playoffs, and I, in order, because of the postponement and the um, uncertainty around uh, hurts at quarterback for the Eagles. I had to pick up Tua. Uh, that move actually cost me about 12 points, but I was able to overcome it and still got the W. I advance. Nice. Well, I had the one seed locked up in our um, fantasy league and think God I did because Tom Brady went out there and got me four points. Ooh. So I would have been lamenting that this week, but I was off, so it worked out. So I don't have to worry <laughs> about it. But Dave, moving forward, you got any astronomical free agent pickups that might help someone out there struggling to get to that fantasy championship? Yeah, I got quarterback Big Ben at Kansas City available in 83% of leagues wow. out there. And I think he's got still a little something left there as he tries to get those stillers into the playoffs here obviously a big game uh no pass touchdowns last week for big ben so he's due um but he probably obviously going against this chiefs team will be having to score a ton of points even though chiefs defense has played better this one looks to be a high scoring effort yeah it's a playoff game in itself yeah and yep. flip it over to running back i'm gonna go ronald jones obviously Playoff stretch, Lenny is not going to be back maybe at all this year, maybe get to the playoffs. But Ronald Jones, he is at Carolina, um, so that's a pretty tough matchup. Available in 74% of the leagues. Uh, the Bucks also without Bernard there, so they did sign Le'Veon Bell. I'm not sure how much he can get into that mix. I don't know if I trust his pass protection there, but this is a great opportunity for Rojo Lynn. Yeah, no doubt. How about wide receiver, Casey? Slim Pickens out there, I've got to tell you as I uh, found out last week. But um, I like Amon uh, Ross St. Brown, right? He's going against Atlanta. He's available in 80% of the leagues. Last week, 11 targets. He grabbed eight of them for 90 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Amon St. Brown, you know, 35 targets over the last three games. Wow. He's really getting a lot of looks. And, hey, that Detroit team is feeling a little bit better about themselves right about now. Yeah, fun fact, Amon Ra is almost Pig Latin for ramen, as in the noodles. So it's fun to say, too. <laughs> <laughs> and then at tight end, dude, I'm going to go with Foster Moreau. He's uh, for the Raiders going up against Denver, available in 98% of leagues out there. He had seven for 65 uh, last week. 
little better than tight end dependent, but as slim as the Pickens were receiver, slimmer at tight end. He is getting a ton of targets, and there's talk about Waller being shut down for the rest of the season. So you might be able to stream this guy for a couple weeks, get a little help uh, for your playoff push in the fantasy realm. Not bad. Sounds like a decent pickup, Casey. Dave, but let's get the hell out of fantasy and get to reality, bro. (laughs) I can't believe the words that are coming out of my mouth right now, but they're gonna. It's week 16. Casey, it's slipping away. Oh, my God. It really (laughs) is, dude. Thank God we got the extra week. Otherwise, we'd have one week of regular season. But at least we have some kick-ass Thursday night football. And a lot of these games, playoff implications all over the place yeah and the saturday too so that's they're just dishing it out for us casey and who knows if covid reschedules another one for us on a doubleheader on a monday or a tuesday all right case we'll get it started though on thursday where we do have uh, a big football game uh between the san francisco 49ers uh, and tennessee to play the titans titans excuse me niners uh on the road in this one favored by three and a half yeah and sam Fran's really turned it on man one of the better teams right now they're in the playoff mix they've won two in a row or four four and one in their last five it's a big game against the titans but then they end with houston and then at the rams so lots to be played for there uh starting to get healthy at the right time kittle coming back is really starting to dominate uh, for these Niners and the Titans, dude, coming off that brutal loss at Pittsburgh last week, dude. They're only two and three mm. in their last five. They have these Niners and then the Dolphins before they finish at Houston. So um, if they can get A.J. Brown and Julio back and maybe even King Henry, they'll be okay for that playoff push. But uh, trending in the wrong direction right now. Yeah, the Titans get uh, good news with a performance from Dante Foreman last week that was pretty impressive. The Niners' opposite scenario with Elijah Mitchell uh, kind of banged up going to this one. Not sure if they'll have his services. Oh, man. All right, and then we get uh, something stuffed in our stockings, Dave. <laughs> it's a Christmas Day doubleheader. We're starting with the Cleveland Browns at the Green Bay Packers, and the Packers are seven-and-a-half-point favorites at home. Yeah, and Cleveland, 7-7, seven and seven, just a game behind division leader Cincinnati in, in an epically tight division there. Um, and Cincinnati, uh, just or excuse me, Cleveland just 2-3 and three in their last five, lost last week to Las Vegas. Dude, Denzel Ward, tackle Moreau inbounds, and that game is <laughs> over. He just kind of did an olay and let him go yeah. right out of bounds and stop the clock. I was like, what the hell are you doing, bro? Did you scream oh. situational football, Casey? Situational clock management. <laughs> Cleveland, um, not that this is a, a, a gimme kind of win at all with the with the Bengals here, but it'll be at Pittsburgh and then another one versus the Bengals. So pretty uh, brutal finish here. But the good news is they got three games in front of them that really, really affect them uh, yep. in the standings there. Uh, on the other side, it's the Green Bay Packers. They're on a three-game winning streak and sitting at 11-3, and three, already having clinched their division. Um, they come off that win last week in a nail-biter against the Ravens. Uh, and up next on the on the Packers schedule is the Vikings and Detroit. So um, it looks like they're going to be uh, in pretty good shape. The team that really needs this game, of course, uh, the Browns, the Packers, sitting pretty good right now. Yeah, Pack trying to hold on. They have that one seed in the bye week right now. They get yep. that week. Uh, Rodgers gets to rest that little Sergeant Hulk, uh, and that would be all good in Green Bay. <laughs> That's a good point, Casey. Uh, they could certainly uh, use that week off. All right, up next, it is the Indianapolis Colts at the Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals at home, favored by two and a half in this one. 
Yeah, dude, and going up to the in-laws place where they have no TV. This is an NFL Network exclusive, so I'm not sure I'm going to get to watch this game. So, unfortunately, it's a team with uh, a game with two teams battling for their playoff position. Indies on a two-game win streak. They're four and one over the last five. Had a huge, huge win uh, against the the Patriots last week, and then Arizona, dude. Uh, you mentioned it earlier got uh, blindsided by the Lions, man, and they are free-falling, going in the wrong direction. That's two in a row for them. So, uh, you know, just a couple weeks ago, they had the one seed, and that bye week looked like it was all wrapped up, and now they're trying to hold on to the West with uh, the Rams trying to catch them. Same record right now, so that's going to be an interesting battle, you know, last couple weeks here. No doubt about it, dude, these games. And then Arizona afterwards, uh, they'll be having – Dallas and then Seattle. So that Dallas game could be pivotal for the outcome of the NFC West and the Rams will be going to Baltimore and then hosting San Fran. So, Ooh, Ooh. All right, Dave. Well, we gave you some good stuff. You know, they can't all be awesome toys and electronics. Sometimes you get a fruit cake. Sometimes you get socks and underwear. <laughs> this is socks and underwear, Dave. On Sunday, we got the Detroit lions at the Atlanta Falcons and how dare they dis. The red-hot Detroit Lions, the Falcons are three-and-a-half-point favorites. Yeah, Detroit's feeling pretty good about themselves <laughs> right now after that surprising W versus Arizona. And Atlanta, at 6-8, and eight, uh, they basically have to run the table and get a lot of help to find a magical entry uh, key into the playoffs, Casey. Uh, this game is probably uh, the death knell for the Falcons if they lose, but if they win, they keep some magic hope alive. Yeah, I wonder if there's some uh, kneecaps available down there in the ATL. We're going to find out on Sunday. <laughs> All right. Up next, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on the road to Carolina to play the Panthers. Bucks on the road, as I mentioned, they are favored 11 and, by 11 and a half. A big number, Casey. Yeah, dude. And Tampa coming off that ass kick into the Saints last week where they got shut out the first time in like 15 Damn. years for the fighting Tom Brady's there. So that's probably going to be bad news for the the Panthers there. Um, Cam's going to get this start in this one, but Sam Darnold will play, dude. So -hmm. they kind of need to see what they have in there. He's got 18 million, Sam does, guaranteed for next year. So they got to find out if he's salvageable there. Had some nice upside, but then, you know, reverted back to that Jets form. So lots of questions there with Carolina, plus how injury-prone CMC's been, dude. Um, yeah. Oh, lots and lots of questions in Carolina. Yeah, m- too many questions to answer, but I'd, I'd like to see Sam get out there and throw the ball well. Uh, it sounds like they they can't really move him uh, at that number. So um, no matter what, he'll probably be on the roster, but they'll have to bring in some competition there. Yeah, and a question I have is, why does Matt Rule always look he's like he's coming off of a three-day bender? Dude, he's got those gross <laughs> hangover sweats. He's like, ah, yeah. red eyes. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dave, let's move it on. We got your our Los Angeles Chargers at the Houston Texans, and the Chargers are 10.5-point favorites on the road. Yeah, and the Chargers, of course, are coming off that disappointing overtime loss on Thursday to the Chiefs. Cost them a chance at the AFC West, although they still have an outside uh, chance. But that was pretty much the game there. They cannot afford a loss against a lesser opponent in the Texans here uh, with games versus Denver and then the Raiders uh, coming up next. Houston on the other side, uh, they're taking a look uh, at uh, Davis Mills. They really know need to know more about him. He's such a raw prospect. 
expect uh, going into this offseason. There could be tons of changes over there, but Mills might be able to at least sort of log himself in there as part of the competition at quarterback. Yeah, I think he's done enough to stay put there. We'll see what's up with Coley. That would be savage for them to fire this guy with all the crap that he's dealt with this year. But you're right. Chargers can't mess around. Beat a lesser team. Keep your hopes alive. And that slim glimpse at that AFC West. But this is a playoff team. They need to act like it. No question. All right, up next case, it is the Jacksonville Jaguars at the New York Jets. The Jets are favored in this game by two and a half. Nice. Yeah. How about that, Jets? And how long has it been? Wow, I bet it's been a long-ass time, dude. And this is the number one and two picks from last year's draft. I'm pretty boy Trevor Lawrence and uh, Zach Wilson battling in this one. And ironically enough, these teams are shuffling for the highest possible pick next year. <laughs> Jets get that number one again. The Jets, the best they could do is four. But I bet they would like to be up there in that mix. So, um, yeah, maybe in five years this will be a good game. But uh, week 16, it's not. And the Jets will probably be without Robert Sala because he's in COVID protocol as well. Yeah, both these teams likely to drop the remaining games on their schedule as the Jets face Tampa Bay and then go to Buffalo and then the Jaguars go to New England and then face Indy. All of those teams in the playoff mix can't afford to lose to a team like the Jags or the Jets. So Jacksonville could be doubling up on that number one. <laughs> they hey, can the add Jets another pill. <laughs> that is true. They're stoked yeah. about that. Oh, man. All right, Dave, in the NFC East, we got the New York Giants at the Philadelphia Eagles, and the Eagles are nine and a half point favorites. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, this Giants team at four and ten on a three-game losing streak, not much to say about that. The other side is a different team going in a different direction. Philadelphia at seven and seven. They've won uh the last two and four of the last five. Uh, ever since they really started just running the ball yeah. more efficiently there. Um, and Hertz was was keeping them a good run team. But when they really got the ground game going with the running backs involved, uh, they started to de- develop an identity offensively. Philadelphia just outside the, tre- the playoffs at this time, but trending in the right direction. God, they got to get this win. Yeah, and I really like the way Hertz played uh, on Tuesday night against the football team there. Had some real nice throws. And you're right, dude. Once they started running, they started winning. And that defense is still really solid, man. Huge game for the Eagles. Yeah, and it'll be at Washington and then hosting Dallas for the Eagles to finish up their season. So no gimme on that list mm-hmm. at all. They got to take care of this one and go into that uh, that last two game stretch above 500. All right. Up next, it's our Los Angeles Rams. Casey heading to Minnesota to play the Vikings and the Rams are three and a half point favorites. This is a desperate Vikings team, though. Casey, can they do yeah, it? Yeah, dude, the Rams 10 and four. That game got postponed. But the craziest thing out of that was how many people were at a game in L.A. at four o'clock when that started. I was like, holy <laughs> crap, there's a ton of people here. Wow, did they take off work? What happened? It's hard they enough to get have. at any time, much less four o'clock. But uh, Rams came out and handled their business. You can't say enough about Cooper Cup, man, what this guy is doing. He's an absolute beast. And now the Rams are getting back into that mix with the free-falling cards. They have dreams of getting uh, the top seed in the uh, NFC West and getting that home game. Minnesota 7-7, seven seven, hanging on to the that seventh seed in the NFC right now. They cannot afford an L in this game. But, Dave, their schedule is brutal down the stretch, too. But if they can beat these Rams, man, that's going to give them some confidence going into those last couple of games. Yeah, it's at Green Bay and then hosting Chicago. So uh, they can't. 
uh, afford to have to find a way to get two out of three of those yeah. somehow. And those that will not be easy, dude. All right, Dave. Then we got the Buffalo Bills at the New England Patriots. And the Patriots are two-and-a-half-point favorites in this one. Hmm. And it's a rematch, Casey, from a couple of weeks ago. One of the most thrilling games of the season. It was actually pretty tight, uh, certainly. Uh, but um, not a lot of fireworks. But the Pats ran a lot, and Mac only threw a little. How much will Bill Belichick vary uh, from that game plan? We'll have to see. It certainly is must-watch TV this one here. If the Bills win, though, Casey, they move into first place with a better divisional record. So lots to play for for this game. An absolutely huge game with playoff implications written all over it, man. Yeah, dude. We got to see if Damian Harris is going to be healthy for this game because that was a big part of running the ball 38 times or whatever the hell it was. So if it's only uh, Stevenson and Bolden to carry the load there, they might have to deviate just a little bit. Yeah, and it looks like uh, the New England Patriots have a decent next week. It's Jacksonville, then they go to Miami. So Miami already whooped them once. Let's see what yeah, happens. I was going to say, that, that last one could be pretty feisty there. All right, up next, it is the Baltimore Ravens Woo! at the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, another game that is a rematch of a previous game, Casey. The Bengals are at home favored by two and a half. Yeah, we're still unsure of Lamar's status, but Tyler Huntley played great last week against the Packers. 28 of 40, 70%, 215 yards, two TDs, no interceptions, and rushed for 73 yards and a touchdown. But Dave, he missed a wide-open Hollywood Brown on a potential game-winning two-point conversion last week. You watched that play, yep. threw it to Andrews. Hollywood right across the back, wide open. Um, so there was a very disappointing loss, and that's kind of been – how the Ravens have gone this year. Last play of the game, you either win or you're going to yep. lose. So, um, But that loss yeah. did knock them from being the division later to outside of the playoffs. That's three losses in a row. Up next, the Rams and the Steelers. So the Ravens got to find a way to win this game, dude. Um, yeah. It's crucial in the AFC North. And speaking of crucial, dude, these Cincinnati Bengals, they're coming off a big win against the Broncos. They're now in first place in the AFC North. Jamar Chase, um, only 200 yards and a touchdown uh, in the <laughs> meeting when he played those Ravens last time. So lots to be played for, huge implications in the North and in the AFC. And up next for these Bengals, dude, the Chiefs, and then at the Brownies. So, uh, God, they got to find a way to get this thing done on Sunday. Wow. Yeah, this is a monster, monster game. Like, both of these teams need this badly. And with three losses in a row for the Ravens and the, the schedule that they're playing, could they Oof. lose six in a row and just get downward spiraled right out of the playoffs? Wow. Dude, that would be shocking, but Ooh. not out of the realm of possibility at all. Nope. All right, Dave, up next, we got the Chicago Bears at the Seattle Seahawks, and those Hawks are six-and-a-half-point favorites. Yeah, Casey, and with nine wins between the teams, uh, these teams are closer to a rebuild than they are to the playoffs. Uh, and don't forget Seattle with no first-round draft pick. Ouch. Ooh. Oh, man, that kills in the Jamal Adams trade there. Uh, one, uh, yeah, one of the two uh, they traded away from Jamal Adams, and, of course, he's on IR, not really helping uh, them at all. Yeah, dude, and the, the Bears, man, all kinds of turmoil there. Not sure what they have in uh, fields. He clearly has been thrown into the mix too early there. 
offensive line uh, in shambles too. And then what do you do with Allen Robinson in the offseason? You know, you, right. you put the franchise on him. I don't know if this team needs a, a $27 million receiver next year. Yeah, there's going to be a ton of changes in there. And certainly uh, it could start at the very top, Casey. All right. Up next, the Denver Broncos at the Las Vegas Raiders in an AFC West showdown. Very, very tightly contested AFC West. The Raiders at home are favored by one and a half. Yeah, and both these teams, seven and seven, just outside of the playoff. Uh, any scenario for them getting in the playoffs would mean they have to win starting this week. Um, Raiders coming off a huge road win, but a very short week. So um, it's going to be tough to get a turnaround for a huge divisional game. And no Teddy B for the Broncos. Um, Drew Locke is in there. Um, Ooh, good yeah. news for the Broncos. They're going to get a little more uh, info on Locke. But, man, this is a crucial game for both of these teams. I know by the end of the day, though, you'll be happy because one of these teams will lose. Yeah, we play both of them, uh, the Chargers, that is, on the uh, in the next uh, couple of weeks. So, uh, so hopefully it works out for, for the Chargers. <laughs> one way or another. <laughs> Not sure how. <laughs> Don't know who to Just root get for. a root against both. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Dave. And up next, we got the Washington football team at my Dallas Cowboys, and the Cowboys are ten and a half point favorites. Yeah, and how about this football team, Casey? You know what? I mean, uh, they they found their their rhythm in there. Heineke played a little bit better, but they come across the uh, a hot. Philadelphia team and take an L there. Uh, it, it maybe it's just with the rough start for the FTs. Maybe it's just a little too little too late for them this season to really get themselves back in the mix or they're sitting there um, at six and eight. So uh, it's going to be a tough, tough, uh, tough road for them to sneak into the playoffs, but they'd have to run the table pretty much. Yeah, and the way COVID is ravishing that team, you know, they're not sure who's going to play quarterback. It's a short week. They grabbed Garrett Gilbert off of the practice squad a couple weeks ago, dude. He was on the Cowboys last year when the Cowboys were going through all that quarterback trouble. But, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the sky is falling for a 10-4 and Cowboys team. If you listen to any of the talk shows, Kryptonite, oh, you're stunning. You know, they, they beat a crappy Giants team, but they covered the spread. The defense is playing great football. They're getting healthy there. Um, no Tyron Smith, the left tackle here for the Cowboys in this game. But they moved Connor Williams back to left guard, and it, they were able to run the football last week. So hopefully that's mm-hmm. a sign of things to come. And you get Tyron back healthy for uh, the playoff push there. And if that, you know, the offense just needs to execute in the red zone. That's really the only thing that's holding them back. I think they had six trips last week, came across with some field goals instead of touchdowns. They sort that out. They're going to be okay. But um, win this game, and they win the East. And then you see how they still have a shot at that one seed if um, the Packers can lose a game. That's a big if, though, Dave. Yeah, and, and and this Cowboys team, you know, obviously division, you can always say throw the records out, et cetera, et cetera. But I think at this point the Cowboys, you know, they just need to step it up and handle their business right here. Absolutely. All right, up next is the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs at home favored by nine and a half. Chiefs are playing some good football right now, Casey. Yeah, but COVID's running through them as well. You mentioned it earlier. No Kelsey, no Hill, no Bucker. They're all in the COVID protocol. I guess they got a chance to get back for this game, but that could be just what the Steelers need, man. Otherwise, the hangman is coming down from the gallows, and they won't have very long, Dave. (laughs) That's right. Hey, Kansas City's got a a tough stretch at the end here. If they can't get their guys right uh, or if the other dudes get – Onto that protocol in the next couple of weeks after this, it's at Cincy at Denver. So pretty tough um, finish uh, for the for the Chiefs there. Uh, Steelers, 
still having some divisional action as well, hosting the the Browns and then going to Baltimore, where they could that could be a do or die scenario for the either the Steelers or the Ravens uh, to uh, make it to the playoffs. So tough, tough stretches for both these squads to finish the year off. Yeah, and don't count a Tomlin team out, dude. I could see no the, the Steelers getting these last three games, and that would be a team you do not want to mess with. Yeah, how we talk about it. Okay, don't know if that 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 tie to the Lions is going to help yeah. them or hurt them. Like I don't, at this point, it's hurting them. If they were eight and six, there'd be a three-way uh, tie at eight and six. I don't know how the ramifications would be. Who would be in first at that point? But uh, I'm sure they'd prefer that situation right now. But there they are with that tie on their record. It's going to come down to week 18, dude. And like <laughs> so many scenarios are going to be hot for that. And then on Monday night, this game like is, even though it don't look like it, it's oddly sexy with what these yeah. teams are doing. we got the Miami Dolphins at the Saints. And the Saints are three and a half point favorites against one of the hottest teams in the NFL, man. Yeah, the Dolphins have won six uh, straight to get to seven and seven, but they have to keep it going or it may be just a little too little too late for the Dolphins. They are sitting at the 11 seed. So obviously have to run the table and running the table would include obviously beating the Saints, then going to Tennessee, taking care of them, then hosting the Patriots. So talk about a uh, tall playoffs are starting game. right now. Dude. We yeah, it is right a playoff now. game every week wow. for the Dolphins here. Um, and then the Saints at seven and seven. They're on the wrong side of the tiebreaker, though. Uh, but a win and, and some help, and they could sneak into the playoffs there. Uh, they're currently the nine seed, so it's a little closer to, for them to get in, even though both teams sitting at seven and seven. Coming off that huge win, though, last week against the Bucks, got to give the Saints team a pretty good feeling about uh, how the, how they're doing right now, how they're playing. So may just be a little too late, though, for both of these squads. Uh, but who knows what's going to happen after this one. Obviously, you expect the, the winner to this to still be alive and the loser to pretty much be uh all but eliminated yeah dude the saints can get past these dolphins they host carolina and then at atl so very winnable games for them if they can just stay alive and they're just coming off of kicking the crap out of the tampa bay bucks i know everybody had that game called you know <laughs> a shutout for them so um you know maybe they're finding their footing they've faced a lot of adversity no champagne last week no michael thomas all year just getting alvin kamara back yeah. and Taysom hill looked much more comfortable in the uh the the game plan they had last week against the bucks yep. so mm -hmm. you know and as crazy as this nfl season's been who knows what the hell is going to happen dude so much will not be decided until the final whistle of the final game in week yep. 18 we're in for some madness and then the playoffs are going to be even more bonkers dude um yeah. Freaking fired up, bro. No doubt. This final last uh, three games in this NFL season, so many things uh, left to be determined. Uh, man, so many games teetering on one play or another, one official call or another, or non-call. It's going to be outrageous, dude. Oh, man. And we are going to be there for all of it. want to let you guys know out there, there are so many ways to check out the football dudes. This podcast, the Trend Zone, that you're listening to right this minute is available for subscription and is our Christmas gift to you for free. Well, free all the time. Available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe and like us. Yeah, and why not subscribe to our YouTube channel? Like us on Instagram and Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Football Dudes LA. And make sure you tag us across all social media platforms. Casey, there's no other way to access the Football Dudes, is there? Just one, Dave. Go to footballdudes.com. Oh, it's that it's right. Yeah, it's so yeah. easy, Dave. What do you? What are they waiting on? Get out there and go do it right this 
second, well, as soon as this show is over. But that is actually going to do it for this episode of The Trend Zone. We are off next week to spend a little time with our loved ones, but we will be back to get you ready for all the Week 18 action and that final push into the playoffs. Good luck to your fantasy teams out there if you are still alive, and we want to thank each and every one of our listeners for hanging out with us all season long, and we want to wish you and all your families a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. For Dave, I'm Casey. We are out of here.